And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. I certainly am right here. Take a look. You'll see me. I'm sitting here big as life and happy to be here, too. I'm happy to have you all here with us. Glad to have you on board for another round of the David Bowers Awards. Some great music coming up for you. Our first one is a repeat performance. We had the Lucas Brothers Band on here about six months ago, April 26th to be exact. And uh, one of the songs they previewed for us off their new album was called Padre Island. They have now released that as a single. And in case you missed it, we're going to give it to you again. So here they are, the Lucas Brothers with Padre Island. I've got my flip-flops on Sing the Jimmy Buffett Island song Hear the beach and some cool wet sand Pretty island girls checking out my band Surfing girls from dusk till dawn Texas beaches are pretty dang long Wish I could find a way and stay Living on the beach here in Fort A. Padre Island where the seagulls fly. Blue water and a clear blue sky. Love sand in between my toes. No hurry, I go with the flow. Shrimp boats cruising on the waterway. Man, I couldn't have a better day. Go on the star in a beach. Solo gig and an old guitar Part in every island bar in town Cooling off and the sun going down Moon coming up, it sure looks fine The Gulf breeze helps me to unwind Sea breeze feels so soft on my skin Not like any place I've ever been well, beach combing and some fishing line. Well, four days would do me just fine. Padre Island where the seagulls fly. Blue water and a clear blue sky. Love sand in between my toes. And no hurry, I go with the flow. Shrimp boats cruising on the waterway. Well, man, I couldn't have Well, how do you do? 
uh, a.k.a. the swamp where the humidity is huge and so are the mosquitoes. The mosquitoes, but yes. You learn to accept it after a while. Uh, taking a little bit of a break, uh, the wife and I are heading up to uh, Michigan to go visit her side of the family here in a couple of days and looking forward to getting some nice crisp fall weather. Uh, maybe some fresh apples out of the orchards up there in Michigan. That'd and, be good. of course, the fall colors. And, mm-hmm. yes, very much looking forward to the break. Seeing is that, uh, uh, you know, Johnny Boy here hasn't had a vacation in about five, six years, and so I am quite ready. Well, when you live near the beach like you do, every day is a vacation. Oh, yes. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> why, why don't I, why don't I get the feeling that you put any real meaning into that? <laughs> oh, oh, so you detected that note of facetiousness in my voice, did you? Yeah, facetiousness is one yeah. word. Sarcasm. Uh, there's a few other that I won't go into. I can't say that. No, I can't say that. <laughs> yeah, we get carried on broadcast radio, so we have to we have to maintain a a degree yep. of uh, of modicum. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We've got a couple of great guests for you. Unfortunately, one of our guests that I was going to say one of them couldn't make it, but then I got to thinking, wait a minute, that would sound like we only have one guest. Not quite true. We had a pair of guests were supposed to be with us today. Unfortunately, one of them was unable to make it due to, uh, well, he and his wife's new baby. And uh, I know how that goes. I'm sure you do too, John. Every now and then those things happen. But uh, Iona James and Clint Slate were supposed to be, this was supposed to be the show where we got the two of them on the show together. That's not going to happen this time. But Iona is going to be with us anyway to talk about their new album. And we will be going into that in, uh, well, you know, 20 minutes or so. But we have a guest coming up here shortly that we are going to talk to who is another one of the people who have one of these groups going that is not just a band where you say, you know, it's uh, Joe Blow and his band. Uh, It's another one of these products uh, where they call it a collective, where they have a group of musicians together producing music, but not going as a band name per se. They call themselves Country Well, Drink More. That's the name of the album. And uh, the collective is led by a guy named Don Zimmer, who we'll be, we'll be talking to in about, oh, I don't know, four minutes or so, right after we listen to this track, the title track from their album called Drink More. Oh, 
And there you go. Drink More, featuring Michaela French. That's Country Well Drink More is what the collective is called. And here to tell us about it is Mr. Don Zimmer. Hello, Don. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Glad to have you here. Tell us a little bit now. We've we've been experiencing more and more uh, groups of artists who get together in a, in a collective or project type of form. And uh, tell us a little bit about the concept between behind Country Well Drink More. Sure, sure. Um, well, I have a small recording studio. I've been in bands when they've bigger operations and when they record, try to record drums properly, it takes a lot of microphones. It takes a lot of room and I don't have that kind of uh, a facility that I can do that with. So I worked around that by using drum loops and then bringing drummers in and playing along with the loops and bringing other musicians in and recording one track at a time and then mixing it all together. So it ends up sounding like a band playing in a room together, but that's not how it was done. And I found that that technique gave me a little more creativity, that I could do more by doing one track at a time than laying down a big drum groove and, and doing your normal recording style. And that's the concept behind the county well. Okay. that's uh, They're very interesting. As I said, we're encountering more and more of that. Now, I know that uh, Country Well is on Floating Records. Is that your label? Yes, that's that's my label. I started it many years ago on a, a houseboat in Sausalito, California, where we were floating. Oh, wow. a, lo- a love for vinyl records, and mm-hmm. um, it's gone through many iterations, and uh, we're coming back a little bit with some new music. I'm happy about it. Nothing wrong with that, and uh, we're for two. We're glad to hear it. It's always good to know oh, when somebody is coming through like that. And, of course, we grew up in the radio era, so we played a heck of a lot of vinyl between our home life and our professional life, so we can identify with that. Now, tell us a little bit about the people. I know you've you featured uh, Michaela French on this song. I know there's some other voices involved. Tell us about the people that are working with you on this. Well, so it, it started out in Marin County in the Bay Area of, uh, outside of San Francisco, California. And I would use... I had a recording studio and people would come to my studio and record their tracks and I would kind of throw them on my tracks. And that's where this kind of developed. I moved to uh, the Wood River Valley area of of Idaho and started doing the same thing. And I'm now using uh, some of the local musicians, Mikhail French. There's a drummer named Josh Kelly. who's amazing. A bass player, Lyle Evans, and I've been using them. Um, I also, uh, can mail my tracks to various people. So the, the horn part was done by Bob Heminger in Pagosa Springs, Colorado. So I get to pick and choose a little bit about who I want, but I have some amazing talented musicians in my neighborhood and I'm starting to use them more. Well, I can identify with that. That's one of the, one of the glories and benefits of the techno- technology era that we live in. The fact that you can do this where you can send the tracks, receive tracks and put them all together. As a matter of fact, we've had a, uh, more than one act on the show. We had a group called the uh, the I Band, who uh, are from three or four different parts of the world, and they recorded their their music on their iPhones. And our other guest, who's uh, coming in after we talk with you, is uh, calling from Scotland, and she got together with a gentleman who, unfortunately, is not going to be able to be with us here today. But uh, they got together on the internet. He is uh, he's in France. And she's in Scotland, and I don't know about now, but when they were when we played their music earlier this year, they had never met. So uh, I can identify with that. It's really neat 
what can be done with today's technology. One of the great things about technology today is that you can be in two different places. For example, I'm here in the Phoenix area of Arizona, and John Bon Jovial is down there in Florida in the Naples Fort Myers area, and he can jump in like this and uh, just ask you a question from there, John. I, I could if I were so inclined, and it's a good thing that I am. <laughs> uh, hey, at first, Don, welcome to the show. We are awfully glad to, to have you here, and uh, I know that you, you hail from a very a beautiful part of the world. I wanted to ask you, though, about your studio. You say that it's a small studio. Is there room enough to have more than one musician in there at a time so you can play off of each other, or is it just a singular kind of thing? You could have more than one musician in there at the same time, but as for the recording part of it, I've really found that I understand a lot of people want to get the band groove sound together. Um, I have it's kind of a unique situation that uh, I play with other people, but when they come to my studio, more often I'm using them to record my material, and we don't really rehearse it, and we we talk about it, we go through it one track at a time. But so for the recording part of it, to have three people in there trying to record would be more like a live recording, not a, a real traditional studio recording, which is what I'm going after more so. And I think it's just a personal preference of I like to. I like to isolate the tracks and be able to work with them individually. And it, it started out as people would come in and think that's a bit of a detriment because we weren't getting that kind of band feel together. But after we listened back to it and after the finished product came out, it was no one's complaining and we're all, and we're going to keep on doing it. It really, I found that it adds, um, you get another dimension when you just have that one track recorded individually without any bleed. That leads me to my next question. And, and that is, um, Analog versus digital. Do you use one or the other or both? I am digital, and it's really just convenience. Um, the analog gear and how to use it, it's just, uh, you know, I've just, it's, probably, it's not that it's beyond me. It's just I haven't taken the time to, to go into that. And I also find that with all this, the way people nowadays are really listening to music, you're going to put a lot of effort into getting that analog sound, and it's well worth it. But the people who are listening to it most of the time are listening to MP3s on their computers. So it's just mm -hmm. like, you know, why? Well, unless unless you do go down true. and make it. Yeah, unless you do it. I worked with a Jeffrey Halford, and we made vinyl records, and we went analog. That It wasn't at my studio, but it was a wonderful thing to, if you're going to make a vinyl record and go down that road, then by all means. But I don't have that capability, and I'm, I'm pretty, just pretty content with what I'm getting yep. done here. Well, David and I are both, you know, analog guys living in a digital world. We're both comfortable yeah. with a, uh, a a block, a razor blade, a piece of tape, and, and a grease and a grease pencil uh, for our <laughs> editing. Right. And you know, and for many years we did it. And you know, you could you perfected it to the point to where you could listen as hard as you wanted to. You would never, never be able to detect that edit. And uh, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I guess that we're dinosaurs. I feel sometimes that the um, uh, the, the technical world is passing us by. But uh, well, you, you can only run so fast. That's <laughs> so right. Lately, that's right. lately, I have, uh, out of necessity, I have taught myself um, some digital editing so that I can I can do the edits on our show when it's done. There's, I still got a, uh, it's still a work in progress. I'm I'm doing some OJT on that on job training, but uh, I am grasping the uh, 
the concept and I am able to get it done. But I can understand where you're coming from. Uh, two factors. One, make the most of what you've got and make it work for you. And two, if you can do that and you like what you're doing and how it's coming out, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. And judging from what I heard on that first track, of course, I have the advantage. I've heard more than one track. But uh, uh, from what I've heard, there's nothing wrong with what you're producing. It's coming off fine. And a listener would never know that you weren't in the studio together, that you weren't physically working with each other. So excellent job, Don. Oh, thank you so much. That, 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 that made my day. I appreciate that. Thank well, you. I'm glad because it's true. You got a great sound there. And the track we're going to close with, uh, <laughs> I, I got to say, a couple of the tracks, including this one, uh, had me flashing back, as John mentioned, we're dinosaurs. We go back a few years. This one, not all the way back, but it does some of the, some of the track, some of the vocal tracks in a couple of the songs uh, take me back to a little bit of Polk Salad Annie. I mean, I don't know if there was any intent for that sound, but I did pick up on that, and I'm saying, wow, that, that that's a little bit like old old Pork Salad Annie there with, with Tony Joe White. It took me a second. Tony to Joe White. Name. Oh, that's that. yeah. Yeah, I, that wasn't done intentionally, but I, but I've, I'm thrilled to be have that name dropped in there as well. I, he's a towering figure in the in the music world. Oh, absolutely! And you got a touch of that in a couple of your songs, where the uh, where you or whoever happens to be singing uh, kind of half talks and gives it that uh, you know that deep South feel. Uh, you almost expect the gator to come up any moment, chomp chomp. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I tell you, we really like what you're doing with this music here and what do you got planned what's coming up in the future for you well i uh when i finished this record i had kind of had to pick and choose so i i continue to write and record i really love the process i make it part of my of my day and my my life so i ended up with songs and and then i had to pick and kind of come up with this little concept of you know this is where this is going and I realized that the, the drink more concept was just a, it was a feel good. It's not, it's not go out there and, you know, hurt people or hurt yourself or do damage. Sure. It's, it's let's relax and enjoy ourselves mm -hmm. and things are going to be, things are going to be okay. So I kind of picked the songs around a, a, a real nice, this is all nice, good feeling stuff. And then I realized the songs that I omitted were the ones that were a little deeper and darker of, you know, some bad people up again in a spaghetti western theme song or something. So I moved those aside, and now I'm finishing those up and gonna have our next uh, County Well album, which at the moment is uh, tentatively called Villains and Visionaries. I can't wait to hear that. Now, one of the things that we pride ourselves on here, and I'm serious, I, I do want to hear that when it comes out. Uh, one of the things we pride ourselves on is giving indie artists a new stage to perform on, one more place, one more venue for them to get their music and story out to the fans so that they can perhaps pick up some more listeners. And of course, what's important is maybe sell some more records while they're at it. So with that in mind, two things. First, I have a page on Facebook, the David Bowers Awards. It's the group's music page. And that is there for all of our guests and anyone else in music that wants to promote their their own talents, their songs, their releases, uh, albums, show dates, whatever you got in your music that you want to share with the listeners, feel free. You don't need a press release or anything. Go to that page, post it up there yourself, and we can pick up on it, and we'll forward it to our other social media sites to get it out there and get it heard by 
as many people as possible. And the second thing I want to offer to you is the fact that uh, this is your stage. We do like to help promote indie artists. So here's your chance to sell yourself, your music, and floating records. Tell the folks how they can find you, follow your, your story, what you're doing, your music, and, of course, most important, get your music. Uh, well, thank you for, the, for those wonderful opportunities. Um, the second part, uh, when I got here, I started to Idaho, I started something called Sun Valley Records, and at the moment, that's the best way to hear uh, our music and see what we're doing. It's sunvalleyrecords.com. Uh, Floating Records is moving more into a distribution and recording facility, uh, and Sun Valley Records is coming into something more of the promotion and uh, where the, act, the music actually lives. Uh, we do have Facebook pages and all that, and uh, we're available on all the streaming platforms, and uh, it's the county well. Drink more, and I couldn't appreciate being on more. Thank you. Well, we're very appreciative of you coming in and sharing your music and story with us, and uh, we will uh, we'll try to keep that in mind. About uh, John, you can do that in moderation now, can't you? Uh, drink more. In moderation. Uh, I certainly took not him a like second. Uh, back in my 20s. It uh, <laughs> was a little different back then. <laughs> I noticed it took him a yeah, second to answer it, that. Yeah, well, the <laughs> idea is, is 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 relax and enjoy things, not, uh, you know, the message. I didn't want the message to be uh, – the message was a good one. Uh, exactly. Exactly. And believe me, we do understand. Don Zimmer, ladies and gentlemen. Don, thank you so much for coming and sharing with us. Do keep in touch. You're part of our family now. We want to hear from you what's going on in your world. We look forward to having you you come back and visit us again when that new album comes out. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. You're, You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Don Zimmer with Country Well, Drink More. This is called Peruvian Lilies. Your benevolence can't hide Peruvian lilies by my side Gathering dust while you sleep While you sleep Resting easy, resting hard Flower scent without a card Sweeping broom
Okay. You get the feel? That's one of the tracks I was talking about, a little bit of that uh, Tony Joe White sound. Did you get that, Don? Or John, did you pick okay, up on yeah, that? Yeah, I, I, I did. Yeah, you know, because I, I hadn't heard the song before. I know that, yeah. Just now, which is by design. Uh, but, yes, I definitely see the uh, relationship there to uh, Chomp, Chomp. Absolutely. Yeah, little poke salad. So that's not poke salad, Annie. That's Peruvian lilies, so that you you know you you get your uh, your items straightened out there. We don't want to confuse the uh, the gators and the uh, lilies because well that just wouldn't work. Right here on the David Bowers Award, Don Zimmer, and uh, we want to move on because we have our next guest standing by. And as I've said so many times, we don't like to keep a lady waiting. So we're going to go right to the music by Ellen James and Clint Slate with Shot in the Dark. Yeah. 
transition from Peruvian lilies to shot in the dark. That was Iona James and Clint Slate. Iona is here. Unfortunately, Clint couldn't make it today. But Iona, we're so happy that you could. Welcome aboard. Hi there, David. Hi, John. It's nice to be here. How you doing today? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Yeah, a little bit tired now, you know, nearly bedtime, but I'm good, I thank understand. You. I understand that. We won't keep you any longer than necessary. We appreciate you coming and sharing your time with us. This is an interesting sound that you've got, and we have discussed before the fact that you and Clint got together online. You've exchanged music and worked together to create this music. Have you have you gotten to meet each other yet? No, no, we've still not met, um, but it's still working well, working online. Um, we do more Zoom calls now um, than we did, so it's good. But no, still not met. Um, but it works well as it is, so we're quite happy as it is. It sounds like it's working very well. Tell us about this album, The Doubters Dance. So obviously it's a sequel to Silent Sea um, in the set of three, a, tri- um, a set of three EPs. They, they all the songs came out, came together um, as a set of 12, but um, we, we, we thought that these worked quite well together so we put these um together especially um with the four songs so um yeah they were all very different all um different genres um but all started from me um well clint sending me a loop and me adding lyrics um and melodies and then him building on those and 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 changing them to what they are the fantastically interesting way of working at you know having been in the business, at least from the broadcast side, for as long as I have been, and to a lesser, much lesser degree, on the uh, group recording side, the artist recording side, uh, it's it's still a little alien to me, of course, because I don't work with it on a regular basis. But it's funny; I would have never even thought of this back in my broadcast days. Uh, of course, that was well before the internet, and uh, would never have thought of being able to work with artists unmet halfway around the world in some cases, have it, especially have it turn out so well. You you guys obviously do work very well together because you can feel the synergy in your music. It You know, it's not, you don't get the feel of, okay, she's over there, he's over there, and uh, they just, you know, it, it just works. And I like that. Job. No, I think it does. Um, what I would say is on Twitter, um, there's many independent artists that are all collaborating and I've got various collaborations going on at the moment as well with all different people from um, um, different countries. And it's, I think, the working through Twitter, is, it's amazing, you know, the people that you're meeting and speaking to um, and the listeners that you're getting uh, um, from that. Um, it's, it's really good. It's, um, it's something I didn't expect, to be honest. Definitely. Definitely. And I think I go one step further. I think that that's one of the good things that came out of the COVID pandemic is artists mm-hmm. like yourself have had more time without the pressure of, you know, put appearances for one. You haven't had to go out on the road on tour. The artists haven't. And you've had more time to be more introspective, get into the music and also explore other avenues you could follow to, you know, to forward and advance your careers and your music. John? Yeah, well, Iona, first of all, I want to, you know, thank you for 
staying up so late? I know that in Scotland, you're five hours ahead of me and eight hours ahead of David. So, uh, you know, thank you. If it's past your bedtime, then, you know, we, we wish you a good night's sleep when you do get there. I don't turn into uh, a pumpkin till 12, so we've got a few minutes yet. We're okay. Oh, okay, okay. But the, the comment, it's not really a, a question so much as it is a comment on yeah. shot in the dark. And I'm listening mm-hmm. to this, and uh, as you may recall from the last time that you and Clint were on, uh, I never get to hear the music beforehand, and that's by design, because that way uh, we can get almost like a, you know, a, a raw emotional reaction to it, for lack mm-hmm. of better words. And I'm listening to Shot in the Dark, and I'm thinking to myself, this is ethereal experience that moves. And, and I say that because of the uh, the rhythm line that is laid down in this song yeah. and the, the, the various and sundry tangents that you go off on in it. And I'm thinking to myself, uh, how can I delicately put this? I love it listening to it. Uh, unencumbered but if i had been oh how can i put it chemically enhanced like i might have been many years ago <laughs> i could see this song being a complete and total rush i like, back to the, I, I, I really like what you've done with this going back to the psychedelic era yeah i know what you're saying going back to the psychedelic era yep. yes absolutely absolutely well, think, and, and um, it would have fit in quite well uh-huh I think Clint um, should take credit for that. Um, the, the lyrics and melody is mine, and, and generally he is all the musicality of the, the, the bass guitar. You know, he brings that together um, very well. He's very good at that. So, yeah, I think we both work differently and, and, and bring two different, completely different things to it. And, and sometimes I would send him something that didn't sound, maybe sounded like Alanis Morissette and it would come back as Coldplay or something else because he would take it and have a completely different idea to it. And that's how Shock came back to me, um, very different to when I sent it. It's funny as well because we actually organized through Twitter to do um, – a virtual choir so we've got many people off um twitter who helped do an choir with it and it came out a cappella and it's it's completely different to that version again um and it's very beautiful um so yes but that was clint as well production of the- i think I, I think i touched on this when you were on the show before the fact that as you're saying your thoughts your ideas about a particular uh piece of music or a particular movement that evolves into a piece of music uh, mm-hmm. you're thinking maybe in different areas even different genres but yeah, the yeah. remarkable thing is the fact that you two even in spite of the distance and the you know not having the proximity with each other where you can more or less get into each other's heads you still manage mm-hmm. to work it out together to where the finished product is worth every bit of the effort yeah it's good. Um, it, sometimes it, we have to go backwards and forwards a few times um, where I'm not happy what, with what he's done. But generally, sure. um, it's, it, yeah, it's, it works really well. It's something uh, I wouldn't I have that, ever thought of that would come from my song um, that I start. You know, initially, I wouldn't have ever dreamed that it would be the way it is. So working together has made something completely different, and it would, we, sure. we wouldn't have the songs that we do have. 
So it's good. Right. And, and you just t- you just touched on something that uh, you know that I wanted to comment on is that you're making it sound like you know Clint is the end all and be all, and I know that he's one really talented <laughs> guy. But I know also since it's your melody and your lyrics, so to me yeah. this sounds like a. Uh, uh, a cyber marriage made in heaven, if you will. Not saying that you should run off with the guy, and of course, unless you want to. But uh, it, it, I, I think the collaboration efforts that you guys have put together, to me, sounds like an equal distribution of influence on the music. Yeah, I think so. I think so, but it, but completely different parts brought together. So I think we work quite well that way because we are doing different things, bringing them together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you, you bring out, you bring out something in each other that the other yeah. was probably not aware of, or as you said, it was, you know, something you hadn't intended and it comes out and meshes. And it's, it's really fascinating. Uh, if I were, it's, you know, if I were still in college, if uh-huh, I were still sorry. in college, I think I would do a thesis on it or something because it's, <laughs> it's really fascinating and it works so well for you. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, so I think what we'd said at the very beginning is that he would just send me the, the, the loop and not think about it. And he sent me quite a few loops, and I would come up with a melody or a, a hook or something from it. And it was interesting because he said he would never even have thought of that for that, that loop. So mm-hmm. it, it is something completely different that I'm coming up with that he maybe, he maybe would have had a tune or something for it, but not. What, what I came up with or the lyrics I came up with. So I think it works really well together. It, it does work very well, and the proof is in the music. Now, I want to digress from this discussion for just a bit here and touch on your physicality. You're in Scotland now, correct? Yes, I am, yes. And what part of Scotland are you in? I'm near Loch Lomond. Oh, the, the Bonnie Banks. I remember yes, that but... from my childhood. Uh, how is, what is this is something I'm not familiar with, and I'm sure many of our listeners aren't. What is the music situation like in Scotland? Um, I am actually um, I've never played out live. I've never played live or um, outside. I actually wouldn't know. Um, there's a lot of um, independent artists around here, and actually some of them I've met on Twitter, and actually now speak to them more and, and know about them through Twitter than actually in my local area. Um, obviously, there's lots of other uh, smaller radio stations um, that play that play the independent uh, music, but I, I actually don't know what the music scene is because I've never never done it. Um, well, I'm all online and um, recording it and, and just putting it out on the platforms. Right. Well, that, that was more or less what I was getting at, not so much the actual uh, personal appearances because that's – that's a totally different function. But what I was looking at is the market for the music, uh, for selling or getting it broadcast. Uh, is it uh, is it difficult to get your music exposed? I think it's actually quite good because because um, there's lots of um, platforms for for Scot you know for Scotland promoting Scottish music. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's quite. I think and. Um, a lot of the uh, things, even through Twitter and through um, Instagram and things, they'll be like the Scottish artists for this week are, and they'll promote that for us. Um, mm-hmm. So it's actually, I feel quite special there that I'm part of that. 
um, and and they, there's a lot of people um, promoting the, the artists here. That's wonderful. I'm going to have to do some research. Uh, you could help me if you happen to run across something. I would like to make a contact with the uh, with the music industry over there, and uh, mm-hmm. even get uh, you know maybe a a Twitter connection or something where we could mm-hmm. exchange, where I could hear more of the of the uh, Scottish artists of the you know the artists yes. from Scotland and uh, also yeah. more of the music and what's getting played over there other than you know the monster hits everybody plays uh, I, I like to get the individual artists John Bon Jovial is waving frantically at me so I know he's got something else he'd like to toss into the conversation well, Go for it. yeah you know I, I know that we don't have that much more time but I was just thinking you you touched on uh, not being familiar with the music scene and such because of your online work but the music that you and Clint uh, do make, if you guys were to get together and if you were to tour, the music is complex. Could it be broken down to a, more, to a simpler version of it so it could be performed live without taking away the effect that you wanted to have on the listener? Um, some of them um, we have done already. We did do some, um, some acoustic um, covers of it, and, and we put them out um, onto Twitter, onto YouTube, and things, um, and they worked really quite well. And we actually did it not similar to live, but but basically recorded each each of us doing it and put it together because um, obviously we're two different places, um, and that worked really well. And people were very um, happy with that. Um, we got good feedback from that. That was a that was an excellent question there, John Bon Jovial. Listen, Iona, before we run out of time, we did this when you were here before. Want to give you a chance again to tell the folks where they can find you online, how they can follow what you're doing in your music, and of course, uh, buy your music when it's available. So, yeah, so um, for the um, the Doubters Dance, that's out on Bandcamp now, if people want to buy it. Um, And that actually has um, six um, alternate versions. We call those the naked mix. So, like oh, wow. an acoustic version and different versions of the mixes. And some of that contains the, the parts that I sent separately um, initially. Um, so, it can show where the song developed from. Um, so, we have those on Bandcamp. And when you buy them on Bandcamp, you can actually get those versions. Um, for, even for Silent Sea, that has different versions on there as well. Um, the rest, um, it's out on all platforms on the 15th of October. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and obviously all the other, um, so Instagram, and it's all Iona James. And for Clint, it would be Clint Slate um, for his Twitter and his Facebook um, and Instagram. Um, but all um, this, this album will be out um, on the 15th of October. Um, the Doubters Dance, with, with the songs that you're listening to today. Wonderful. Iona, we thank you so much for staying up late and sharing your late night with us. I really appreciate <laughs> you spending the time and sharing your music as well. And we will be looking forward to, now there's a part three coming, right? Yes, there is. Yes. Yeah, in the new year. We, mm-hmm. we will be looking forward to that. Please keep in touch and let us know when that's going to be available and uh, maybe we can get you and Clint in here together to talk about your your production and your creativity. You guys have just done a wonderful job, but we're really, really proud to have you here on the show. Thank you so much. 
Thank you for, for your support, both of you. I, we really appreciate it. Thank you. Our pleasure, and thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Iona James, here she is with Clint Slate from the Doubters Dance album, which is available on Bandcamp the 15th of this month. It's called Firefly.
Iona James, Clint Slight, right here on the David Bowers Awards. A fascinating sound, and to think they create it without ever having met or worked together together. I mean, it's one thing to send tracks, but it's another thing when you're actually there and working with each other to create the tracks, and these two do not have that. An amazing, great accomplishment, but great sounding music. It, uh, you would never know uh, the separation involved there. A couple of very talented people and uh, music. Again, I, I refer to it as an, an ethereal experience that moves, and uh, I don't think I can say that about too many other pieces of music. Uh, I really enjoyed it and enjoyed the yak with her, too. That was, that was yeah. great. And you get, the, you get the feeling that their heart is in their music, and that makes all the difference in the world. If you feel what you're doing and you like what you feel, you got it. And I like you what I it. feel, and I'm feeling like it's time for you to take us home, John Bon Jovial. Yes, sir, Mr. Bowers. Folks, you've done it again. Spent another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards. And as always, we really, truly are grateful for your presence today. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and of course, from the beautiful Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. And we are available for free on most of the major streaming services, including now the all-new podchaser.com forward slash the David Bowers. Be sure to follow the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and of course Facebook. And join us next week for the David Bowers Awards Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZ FM. That's 106.3 on your FM radio dial in Rochester, New York, otherwise known as Rochester Free Radio. And on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for the David Bowers and all of us here at the Radio Ranchero, this is the legendary hmm, sort of John Bon Jovial saying, hey, be good to each other. You know, we're not out of the woods yet, so keep your distance, and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards. <laughs>